Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Friends, and welcome to the world transformed. My name is Phil Bowermaster, and with me in the virtual studio is my co host, Stephen Gordon. Hello, Stephen. Hey, Phil, how are you? Well, I am super fantastic. Happy New Year, my friend. Hey, Happy New Year to you as well and to our audience. 2018 was a great year. Looks, looks like 2019 is going to be another great year in the future, right? Uh, that's, I uh, think we had a great year of futuring in 2018, and we're going to have a great year of futuring <laughs> in 2019. So we thought we would do, as we often do around the turn of the year, is this show, we'll take a look back and see all the great futuristic things that happened in 2018. Not all of them. We'll pick a, a select few. And then next show, we'll do uh, our predictions for the big future things that will happen in 2019, kind of a rounding out the year kind of a thing. If we if we had gotten all over it, we would have done one show on New Year's Eve and the other one on New Year's Day. But this is close enough. I think we're 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 we're, we're doing it close enough to that. So, oh, yeah. all right, it's, it's so, good stuff. Well, whenever you whenever you hear this, it's going to be good. That's right. If you're listening in April of 2023, you're still going to hear some great stuff. So, so just hang in with us. It's, uh, this is That's good stuff. Right. All right. So. I wanted to talk about the year in review, and I started looking back over things that had happened. And here's an interesting thing that happened: is I found this story, and it's over on a site called Quartz, and it was the mm-hmm. 99 best things that happened in 2018. And a lot of them are kind of social change type stuff that we don't spend an awful lot of time on, but you know, good stuff. But some of them were very technological kinds of things. And what I liked about it was it's a list of 99 things, which we did a book with 99 ideas about how to make the world a better place. So that number always works great for me anyway. But <laughs> I just looked at it and I said, I am familiar with very few of these items. You know? Yeah, Here's, even with us doing our very best throughout the year to keep up with good news stories like this, a lot of this we just we don't hear because, well, just standard news doesn't cover this stuff. It just doesn't. And They're, uh, they're too busy with being outraged and politics and all the junk and they don't have time. They just don't have yeah. time. And they're not looking for these stories, I think, is, yeah. is the other problem. Yeah, not, this is this sort of is the opposite the of it bleeds. You know, this is not it bleeds at all. This is the right. opposite. So, if it improves, so, it loses. Right. Yeah, like, it goes to the back page if it's in the paper at all. Uh, how about, so, if it gets better, we forget her. There, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe it gets a, a brief mention in a uh, in a Sunday lifestyle page or something at the New York right. Times or something. And who reads it, those? I yeah. can tell you, I don't. So, so I'm, yeah, so I'm not seeing that stuff, and and I think probably these. Well, let, let me kind of. I'm going to kind of outline for, uh, real quick for our audience. The uh, basically the story divides up in again 99 things. The first yep. 18 of them are environmental improvements. Yep. And that's, yep. I mean, some really awesome environmental stuff like the Belize Barrier Reef, no longer endangered. The various yeah. species are doing great now. China decides it's going to outlaw ivory trade within China, and all of a sudden now poaching is in Africa is way, way down for 
for elephants. That's awesome. You know, I, yeah, so I mean, hard. it's just one great thing after another. There's, it will improve your mood just reading this, I promise you. And then I found five of them that I thought, well, had I known, we would have done shows. That oh, had yeah, these sure, in them, for sure. You know? I mean, yeah, a lot of these probably would have been worthy of a mention, but these five in particular, I said, you know what, we talk about this kind of stuff all the time, and this is new to me. Yeah. And let me just, let me just share a couple of okay. these with you. Okay, so, uh, Number 49 on the list of 99 was, according to the UNDP, 271 million people in India moved out of poverty since 2015, and the country's poverty rate has been cut nearly in half. Okay, what's great about that is, we talk about this huge uh, uplift of people out of poverty that occurred from the mid-90s to the year 2015, and it yeah. happened primarily in China, although also in Africa and a few other places, probably in India as well. And now here's uh, the first figure I've seen since the year 2015, and you've got another quarter of a billion people coming out of poverty in another place, right, in a place that wasn't even in one of the places that was primarily being mentioned when we talked about it before. So it's like wonderful update on the fact that people are still moving out of poverty at a really rapid rate. Story number 47 out of 99, Phil, I think, is the story of the decade. I'm not even the story of the year. It should be the story of the year. It should be like on the cover of every news magazine. Should be, I mean, everybody should be talking about this quietly and unannounced. Humanity crossed a truly amazing threshold this year for the first time since, since agriculture-based civilization began 10,000 years ago. The majority of humankind is no longer poor or vulnerable to falling into poverty. Uh, yeah, that is that, the story of That happened in 2018. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, we did talk about that. We did cover that, so I feel like... Yes, you know. but I, I just... <laughs> it, it, it bears repeating. It bears repeating. So, it, you yeah. could do a show on that every day. That's the thing. We should get up every morning and say, hey, I'm glad I live in this world where this is happening, right? What an awesome no thing to... To, to be living in the world where this is taking place. Absolutely. That is the biggest, that is the biggest thing ever. Y you know what Gandhi said, and I think there's a lot to that, is he said that poverty is the ultimate form of violence, right? Because it's, yeah. just, it's, it's the violence that never stops, right? It's, just, it's the constant degradation of life in, in any way it can be degraded, right? From your health to your nutrition to your personal safety to just everything, right? You're, you're constantly at risk all the time, and your, your life is constantly compromised because you're poor, especially when you're really desperately poor like people are in the developing world, like people have been lifted out of over the past. Now we're looking at you know, 25, 30 years, we, we've, seen, we've seen this kind of progress. And, yeah, it's just it's amazing. It's, it's a great story for 2018. I, I, I hope it continues into 2019. Certainly no reason to think that it won't. And, anyway, the fact that 271 million people in India moved out of poverty is a <laughs> really good Amazing. Story. Amazing. Yeah. Well, and, and a lot of people get to worry, and they, they think, well, with so many people moving out of poverty, then there's going to be more pollution. We're going to destroy our planet, right? Wrong. It tends to go the other way. Uh, when people can afford to watch out for their environment, they do so. And we and there's a whole group of stories in this 99 towards the end of, of the list that deals with it seems like our economy is being retooled in such a way that uh, we're not costing the <laughs> costing ourselves the planet as our economy continues to improve worldwide. It, it actually so. seems that the the more well off we get, the cleaner we live. The, the, That's right. the two, the two somehow can. go hand in hand, which is which is wonderful. So I'm gonna I'll come back to this list. I've got a couple more I'm gonna pull from. Well, let's actually let me let me while we're on economics, 
there was another one just specific to the U.S. The share of black men in poverty in the United States fell from 41% in 1960 to 18% today, and their share of the middle class rose from 38% to 57% in the same time. Now, you would never guess that we were having any kind of progress along those lines, but it's happening. And it's, it's happening, happening. And, uh, you know, and, it, and it's a wonderful thing. And of course, there's always room for improvement, we're not, and we're not trying to uh, suggest that uh, our country or ourselves or the world should rest on its laurels. You know, we, we continue to march onward and upward, but there's, there's reasons not to be discouraged, and yeah. there's, it seems like there's a lot of discouragement. And um, so, well, and I'll, I'll come back to that. I will. I will yeah. come back to that one. But here, give me a few of yours. You, you've got some too. I don't want to. I don't want to spend the whole time on that list of ninety-nine. What else? What well, else? We I, got? I wanted to get in a little bit into the, some of these uh, space stories. Everyday astronaut is is a guy, a YouTube guy that covers space news and everything, and love that guy and love it, love his channel and I encourage our listeners to check him out too. Check out he Everyday did, Astronaut. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, he did his Astro Awards, you know, best stuff in 2018. I mean, it turns out that 2018 is this huge, huge year for space. Just going to kind of go through his list here. Voyager 2 reaches interstellar space. Now, Voyager 1 already done, did this back uh, a few years ago, yeah. but it's pretty much defunct. It's, it's still somewhat operational, but not too many of its sensors are working properly, and it can't send back much data. Voyager 2 is alive and well in, in most respects sending back some, some really fascinating data. It, it, hits, it hits this line uh, where all of a sudden cosmic radiation just shoots way up and, and the solar wind just goes shoots way down at the same time. So they, they have a pretty good idea of where the line is, right, at the edge of the solar system. So, right, um, right. That was, that was pretty cool. And so the Soyuz abort that took place uh, in 2018, that's, basically it was, the, it was the Russians' Apollo 13. A successful failure in a way because they got their they got their people home safely when it could have been, it could have been very tragic. Uh, a so, Soyuz launch was aborted somewhere after the initial stage. Is that right? It was. Uh, that's before. right. They were they were on the edge of space. The Soyuz has uh, four boosters uh, attached to the central section, and three of them uh, deployed the way they're supposed to. One went sliding down and mm. basically ruptured the rocket. It could have been catastrophic where it just exploded and then, you know, but it, they were able to abort and get away from it and get their, their people on section. That's uh, that's kind of a neat thing. They launched again remarkably quickly. They, they, you know, they, their return to flight with the, uh, the Soyuz was, uh, was quick and kind of neat. I, I thought that was pretty awesome. Virgin Galactic had a huge year. They launched and I, I believe these, those guys are getting ready to uh, take passengers and that, that, that would be a prediction that I'll mention in uh, in the next show we have. Uh, All what, right, what, very good. What those guys Virgin are doing here. on its way yep. to uh, making predictions come true. And that's right. We have, of course, uh, Os- Osiris Rex uh, reached its asteroid, and they're gonna they're gonna bring some they're gonna bring a sample home. Yep. And uh, that's uh, you know that that's that's cool. And they're already uh, returning data. It, it appears that this particular asteroid at some point in the in the distant past, was uh, exposed to water. It seems, and that's that's pretty interesting. Maybe the maybe it originates from a uh, planet that had water, and then a Japanese uh, probe is doing much the same. It's intercepted its asteroid, and it's got rovers. It's deploying rovers to the surface of its asteroid, and the rovers are kind of neat because they they shift their weight in order to hop across the asteroid. It's got such low that's gravity. Cool. 
that just uh, shifting a little weight inside of it, uh, inside of itself, it makes it hot like a dumping bin. They're getting some neat data back. So that's that, that, that video is, of the Hayabusa landing on its asteroid was one of the coolest things ever. That was what was that in October? <laughs> it's I think awesome September, stuff. October, somewhere in there. That is just one of the coolest things ever. And you know, that was a follow up. It was the Hayabusa one was the first time anything had ever been retrieved from an asteroid, and that was just a little bit of dust that they got. Now we've yeah. got, as you, as you mentioned, we've got Osiris Rex. Now we've got Hayabusa too. We're landing on asteroids. We're landing rovers on asteroids, and it's all happening really fast, isn't it? The, the progress yeah, towards it's coming together. Yeah, uh, neat stuff. Neat stuff. Then uh, we got Kepler's replacement. See, Kepler retired this year, and so the everyday astronaut. He mentioned uh, some the passing of uh, some great people, including Stephen Hawking. Mm-hmm. And he also mentioned the passing of some important programs like Kepler. Well, it turns out we got a replacement, and it's the TESS Observatory. TESS stands for Transitioning Exoplanet Survey Satellite. It's an exponential improvement on Kepler because it's, it surveys the entire sky, or large sections of the sky simultaneously, and as it rotates, it'll, it'll end up um, surveying you know, in every direction. And... Statistically speaking, they expect this thing in, it, in its service life to discover 20,000 exoplanets. It's already up there. It's, uh, it's discovered a super-Earth already, discovered a comet that we didn't know about. And so the amount of data that thing is going to return in its, in its service life is, uh, is expected to be huge. It's, it's, a, it's a big deal. You know, it's wild. I, I know that the next show is really the prediction show, but this isn't a 2019 prediction. This is just a test prediction. I, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, this is going to explode the number of anomalies that suggest we may have found intelligent life in the universe. Okay, and I don't know what yeah. they'll be, but but just in in the same way that we've found planets that look like they, the, the, what was it, the swarm or the the the, the uh, yeah it like a Kepler swarm. swarm out there, yeah, tabby yeah, and stuff like that. We're going to be finding yeah. a lot more of that kind of stuff. We're, we're bound to find some weird stuff. When we look in every direction simultaneously, there's going to be some weird stuff, too. And, yeah, you know how uh, we have the, the cure for cancer of the week? I think we're going to have the aliens of the month. I think that's what's going to happen. That's, <laughs> that's what's happen with tests, I, I predict. It's, it's the Christmas gift that keeps on giving all it's just year gonna, long. It's going to so. give all year long. That's right. That it is, Edward. Yes. All righty. So then, then of course, uh, the uh, Indian Space Agency uh, has made huge strides towards manned flight. We're, they're, gonna, they're going to be, Phil, in the near future, the fourth country to become a space power. Uh, in the sense, in the sense that uh, you know they'll have they'll have put people in space themselves. They're moving forward with that. They're making remarkable strides. They've they've, they've done orbital flight, unmanned orbital flight now, and uh, so it's just a matter of time. Then we got Rocket Lab. These are the little rockets that uh, that they're putting up small satellites. They're 3D printed uh, rocket motors. I mean, th- these guys are doing it in a remarkable way. And uh, they've done orbital flight this year. They've uh, had their first successful commercial launch. And uh, they are they are making so many rockets, Phil, and they've got this new rocket factory that's just churning them out. It, it would appear that they're, they're set to make very frequent launches uh, going forward, uh, monthly, maybe every couple of weeks, but, you know, by the end of 2019. Very cool. It's, uh, yeah, cool stuff there. Okay, then the Parker Solar Probe, Mission to the Sun. Man, I mean, touching the corona. That happened in 2018. Now, the corona is actually hotter than the surface of the right. sun. Right. Yeah. And so you know, we, we, put, we put a probe there. That's remarkable. 
and, and sending back data. So it's just amazing. And uh, you know how they were able to do that? They went at night. So it's. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I love it. That's how they did it. <laughs> that, that's smart of them. Really yeah, I know. It's a, you know, it's not as big a deal at night. It's my understanding. I, I, I don't know as much about the sun, but that's my understanding. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Then we got SpaceX, their Block 5 debut. And uh, they, uh, you know, one of their uh, boosters that they sent up was uh, it was a third time flight uh, for that particular booster. Ultimately, what the, what they want to do is is get these uh, get these boosters filled where they can uh, launch ten times without any refurbishment, and then with refurbishment every tenth time, make it to a hundred launches before they have to actually retire these boosters. All and right. with that with that kind of reusability, our ticket to space gets cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. And so, congratulations, SpaceX, on a huge year. We'll get back to them in just a second. But uh, NASA did their home run uh, mission to Mars. It's the first time in about a decade that any successful uh, landings have been made on Mars. And InSight is sending back some some uh, remarkable pictures. And really data. cool images coming back yeah. from Mars. Yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. And uh, so, yeah, cool stuff there. And then, of course, the thing that took the cake for our everyday astronaut is uh, the SpaceX heavy launch, the simultaneous retrieval of those two boosters and everything. It was a uh, that was exciting. And uh, that was exciting, car. exciting stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was fun. And you know, he said it was it was sort of an Apollo moment in in the sense that kids were actually gathered around watching the TV as right. this happened. This is the sort of thing that inspires people to become engineers and to, you know, we need that. We need that. And so that's... It was uh, very was cool. cool. It was a thing I showed the video to my kids. We sat around dinner talking about it multiple nights at dinner. Right. This was like all we talked about was where's the spaceman car now, right? I mean, it was just a, yeah. very cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's the year in space. 2019 is looking pretty awesome, too, and I will get into that in the next show. I, yeah, I like that, Stephen, that although we did talk about some of those, that's a great summary. And we didn't talk yeah. nearly as much about all that stuff going on in space as we should have. I know we did talk about, we did talk a little bit of SpaceX, but some of this stuff never got mentioned at all. It's, it's cool that we, we have this wrap-up, and we actually bring up all these new things right? yeah. <laughs> in, the, in, the, in, in the wrap-up. We, we, we bring up a bunch, a bunch of new stories because, you know what, there's just too much good news in a year for us to cover it all. That's why I'm going to close with this one. And I just think this is awesome. This was number 58 on the list of 99, going back to the earlier story that I mentioned. A new global youth survey showed that young people in all countries are more optimistic than adults. Yay. Nine in ten yep. teenagers in Kenya, Mexico, China, Nigeria, and India reported feeling positive about their future. I hope that we can see numbers like that in the U.S. and Europe and in Asia as well. All China, obviously, is part of Asia, but uh, I'm thinking Japan and some of the other parts of Asia. We really want to see young people... That's the right attitude to have, and I'm glad that the kids in right. the countries that they surveyed have that attitude. And I can't help but feel that we've played our part, right? We've we've certainly done all we can, anyway. <laughs> and again, it's just that we need to uh, be looking for the good news because, for whatever reason, we we're, we are not fed the good news on, on with standard news reports. We're just not. So you got you got to go looking for it, but it's there if if you care. About it's it. there so. if you look. And one yeah. more thing, I got three favorite shows we did. One was our 800th show, 
on the subject of outrageous optimism. That's a topic we're going to be talking about more in 2019. Just a very fun show we did called Yanni Laurel and the Mandela Effect. Uh, just awesome, fun stuff. And we did a three-part series with our good friend, futurist Thomas Fry, called Who Wants to Live Forever, talking about life extension. So I'm providing links to all three of those. Those are my favorite shows of the year. Stephen, did you have another favorite that you wanted to throw in? I, I just uh, want to throw in my agreement on those. Those are some fun shows. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just go back and play them. They're awesome. <laughs> we, yeah, well, we I, I almost did the one where we where we got all happy and said, no, Star Trek is not too Star Trekky. But I decided, no, we'll do the Mandela effect. <laughs> They're all yeah. worth another listen, though, folks. So go back and give it a listen. But, hey, that's going to do it. For our 2018 wrap-up, Stephen, great talking with you. Great having you all with us. We are going to be back next time with our predictions for 2019. And until next time, live to see it. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.